So hello everyone to a brand new episode of Young Voices podcast and we are part of Global Shapers Helsinki Hub and uh, Today, I'm going to be your host, Nilda Lepkevichurta. I'm a life and business coach, and I've been part of this project for already more than half a year, and I'm very excited to keep interviewing and learning from very interesting, uh, for now, shapers. So today, we have Sampo, that he is a growth hacker, but also has been part of Global Shapers Helsinki Hub for almost three years. He already was once a curator and then is going to be vice curator this year starting in summer so i'm very very excited to have you here sample welcome thank you Amanda. it's nice to nice to join yeah so today what are we going to talk about we're going to talk about being a generalist in a specialist world so um it's a very, very interesting topic because I guess, you know, in the beginning, when you hear this is like, oh, yeah, most of us, we are really trying to to be, you know, very specialized in something. So I'm very curious just if you could tell a bit more about yourself and your background and why this topic is important for you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, basically, I'm a growth hacker by trade, uh, which usually means that uh, you kind of get a handle on everything related to digital marketer. You don't like specialize in let's say search advertising or uh, like brand, uh, brand work or things like that. You kind of like learn to do everything. And like, that's like, I think like my first like career, uh, like generalism, uh, I think it's like growth hacking, but it kind of doesn't stop there since like from when I was like a kid, I've done like a ridiculous amount of different sports, like anything from like combat sports to track and field to swimming to uh downhill skiing and like that's that was literally like my hobbies that i just kind of like wanted to do everything and kind of be good uh quite good at everything not be like the best at something but like good at a lot of things also i had difficulties to choose some what i would be interested in uh, i'm also like interested in a lot of different games, like from like dice, uh, card games, board games, computer games, whatever. And I think that's also like a part of where my generalism comes from, since like in all of these things, you need to have like different skills, but at the same time, they have a lot of like shared elements to them. So like basically as you learn more skills, it's easier for you to learn new skills. And I'm currently training in, uh, to become an analyst. So I'm working more on my statistics knowledge and like my data visualization skills and things like that. And I'm really interested in like science, arts, politics, philosophy, business, pretty much everything. I, I can, I, I would get bored if I wouldn't like do different things. And I think in the future, I'm going for like a science degree in neuroscience as well. So I kind of want to like do different things because like I've been trying to like during my studies focus on uh, things like uh, like I had a minor in marketing and things like that and trying to go like a bit deeper into some subjects and like of course but like if I would just be let's say a, a marketer for the rest of my life I'd probably get a bit bored about that. <laughs> I see but is there any topic that you would say like, oh no, 
I'm not interested in that. And this is just not me and will never be me or something like that. I mean, like, uh, I would say that, like, I'm always interested in everything. I'm really bad at doing things with my hands. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not that good at, like, creating, like, art or uh, playing instruments. I mean, like, I, I did play a bit of bass in high school, but that was, like, just during the music lectures and like that wasn't like the beautiful bass playing experience for anyone <laughs> same thing with drums uh and like let's say building things so i i found this like i was visiting my parents and i had a discussion about like a, a shelf i built which was absolutely horrendous and they still had it and it was as absolutely horrendous as i thought it was so I'm not that good at building things and or like making art with my hands, but I would say that I'm still interested in those. But, but like it's it's probably not something I would do for a living. Maybe at some point as a hobby, but let's say let's see. Exactly. Wow, that's really interesting yeah. because uh, a lot of people that I would talk with, they would be like, "Oh, if I'm not good at something, then I just say to myself that, oh, I don't like it, and I try mm -hmm. to you know delete it from from my life." So it's really interesting that, oh, okay, maybe I'm not good at that, but maybe it's fun, you know, to create some weird construction or weird art because you know, like when talking, especially about art, I guess the the process is even more important. Ah, that's really. Yeah. yeah, but basically, like, there might, might must be things I'm not interested in. Uh, but, like, I'm usually of the, like, sense that if someone else is interested and wants to talk about a thing or, like, show, show how it's done, I'm more, like, enthusiastic about your enthusiasm, even though if I wasn't that interested by myself. Okay, I guess that's that's quite nice. Wonderful. So um, what advantages does being a generalist has according to you? Yeah, so I think the biggest part uh, since we live in a social world well where you get uh, where you have to talk to other people, I think one of the like biggest advantages of being a generalist is that you have like some knowledge about a lot of things. So you get to like have like discussion, like you can have discussion about a lot of things, like especially during this uh, this current state of the world where there's like ridiculous amount of things happening all the time. And there's like science misinformation and things like that spreading around. Like if you have some like understanding of like core science principles or like core biology principles or like core business principles or core politics principles or whatever those are, yeah, you're available to actually join the conversation and you don't have to bullshit your way around that. And I think that's like that really good for like your social and communication things. And other thing related uh, like generalism, which I think is very important is that you can like, as I said earlier, they have like things have, uh, I read about this uh, guy that works at EU who speaks like, 30 different languages or so and uh, like what he does is that like when he's starting to study a new language instead of doing it from his mother tongue he can go like okay so it's better to learn this language from this language instead of like my mother tongue so like learning different skills be it like language skills or whatever uh you get to see like what do they have in common and like you can learn new skills easy more easily through that and also it helps you like combine things in those fields to like develop new ideas. 
like an example is one of my hobbies, uh, Magic the Gathering, which was the, I think, first collectible card game, which like combined like games with like sports cards. And it has never, it was never done before, but like nowadays, like everyone just thinks it's like, yeah, of course, it's like thing that could be done, like Pokemon cards, like, of course, I could have done one and things like that. But it requires like, some guy that has like in understanding from a couple of different fields to like go for it. Mm, wow. And uh, what would be uh, like an example from your life that being a generalist helped you in your career? Do you have an example from that? Yeah. Uh, so basically, I think uh, a lot of it stems to like the ability to uh, like, I, I work a lot, a lot at startups. So like my ability to like have a lot of different hats on, I think has been like very important. So like, even if I, let's say, come to the company to do mostly like advertising or something like that, uh, suddenly I'm also doing marketing automation and social media, like all of those things. I think that's very helpful. At least like in early stage companies where it's, you probably can't hire like, let's say, a 20 person marketing team where everyone everyone is specialized and like that's just not feasible and also it's like doesn't make any sense with the budgets like that are going on but me being able to like adapt to different situations and like work work on different things i think is quite helpful uh, has been quite helpful for me in my career Wow, wonderful. Yeah, sounds like when you think about the startups, it really feels like, okay, if you can get one person of like five different skills, that's, you know, like, let's hire him because exactly as you say, like I also work with some startups and it's just, you know, in the beginning you have very limited budget and you're just like, or you have to choose the, you know, priorities. But then if you find someone with so many different skills, then yeah, it's just a, a go-to person. So that's, uh, that's really wonderful. Yeah, so, I do have to say that uh, that uh, like there is a disadvantage to also be, uh, being a generalist. Of course, I'm not going to be as good at some things that someone has like spent their whole life on or like has focused on. But I don't think that like it's always that necessary to be like to go for the hundred person. I think eighty person usually does it quite well as well. Okay, actually, that's exactly the you're bringing us to the next question that I had, which mm -hmm. is so what in general, in general, right, are your goals in life? And um, yeah, like, what are you all in all trying to achieve in your life? So let's say, you know, you are already, I know, like 80 years old, and you're like, okay, mm -hmm. I did this and this and this in my life. So what would be that in the ideal case scenario? It's not that yes, we're going to yes. predict the future, but uh, what would you like it to be? Yes, so I usually don't have like goals until I'm 80. I usually have like five year goals or something like that. But, of course, but uh, if I was like, to be honest, what I wanted to do before like I was 80, I would uh, want to, uh, bah, bah, bah. I would uh, at some point want to start like a, a medical tech company. Mostly, uh, not sure about, uh, about what thing basically I would want to do med tech at some point because I mean I would love to help people and I think like helping people with medical technology is probably the most effective way I would probably want to like work with prosthetics or something like that it's that kind of like 
uh, combines with like neuroscience. I would like to do like, uh, what's the word? Brain machine interface type uh, prosthetics that you could control with your like mind, sort of. Even wow. You're kind of controlling them, which is like electric occurrence, like we all know Maldives. But that would be cool. And like, I would love to be part of something like that at some point, because in theory, it should be possible. And uh, I'm going to mute. Yes. And what else? Kind of live a happy life. Uh, get a dog at some point. I think that's that's, <laughs> a, that's definitely a goal. Uh, yeah. Couldn't want to live a happy life and do interesting things. I like they might be pretty much anything. I would like to work with prosthetics and get a PhD in neuroscience, but like mostly do interesting things and live a happy life. Wow, PhD in neuroscience. So which degrees do you already have? Because like mm -hmm. can you go like already directly to PhD or you still need to do some masters before? Or? Yeah, so I have a bachelor's in business uh, from manage your information systems. So basically I would need to also do like a, a bachelor's in uh, biology or molecular biology, a master's in biology or uh, then I can go to like master's in neuroscience then, then PhD from that. But uh, yeah, basically like when I do, uh, yeah, yeah. I would need to do a couple of degrees before the BHD because for some reason pe uh, people with business degrees can't apply for neuroscience, which kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah, if you're just you know, interested in mm. that, why not, right? <laughs> mm. Okay, so um, yeah, looking at all your, your life and goals and so on, so do you think uh, being a generalist helps to, to achieve these goals? I mean, uh, I think it does. Uh, but like, of course, it's a bit of like self-fulfilling purpose at the same time. So I think it's been a good path for me and like, I think it's worked for me. So like, oh, like when I analyze it by myself, I think, yeah, I think that's kind of like, it's working. But of course, like, I can't know if it would have been better to like choose a generalist route. Uh, I mean, specialist route. Of course, uh, when you think of like, let's say business leaders so let's say if i want to run a company like leaders usually like i think like personally i've identified like four core skills that leaders should have which are like strategy work communications or three actually yeah uh two yeah actually it's two uh, i think it's like strategy work and communications like that's what most leaders should be good at so i think like a lot of like leadership positions are also like generalist positions of course there's like some like specialized leaders or which helps let's say re with recruiting or things like that but i think like basically if i'm aiming for like leadership positions being a generalist is a thing mm -hmm. indeed yeah because when you say you know about the strategy and vision mm. when you can uh kind of take into consideration many different fields mm. i believe that definitely definitely helps because uh, yeah i i've seen some some really specialists being in the high positions that they are just very focused on one thing but then but you know then you get the advisors and you know like the mm. board and so on but yeah. uh, but then again if you can do it all by your own 
I think it's also it's also good. So yeah, thank you, thank you for that. So uh, my other question would be: so where do you get all this energy and excitement and you know motivation to to do it all? Because you said that from very early age you were interested in so many different things. So can you recall like where does this passion for life all in all comes? And do you think that this is kind of that you were born with it, or that there were some event that really kind of know pushed you and you you really kind of became became like that i probably think it's like of course it's probably nature and nurture uh i think like when i was say a kid uh i was doing like i did like maths for like uh like uh did math assignments in like textbooks before like school for like my own enjoyment and like things like that i think it comes from like good nurture, like good parents, like where, what's the word? <sighs> the word, uh, but yeah, where like nurturing and like help, uh, motivating and things like that for me to do think different things I wanted and like not going like, no, you have to like keep playing football. You can try something, some other hobby. I think like that was very important for that. And I just, kind of like doing things like I think I'm just wired that way okay and uh, in you know the the current life and you know the current situations where do you get the energy to kind of keep going like that because you know sometimes it's like oh yeah I did so many things when I was you know in high school and I you know all different sports and everything and then later in life you know you get a job and relationship and then you know you kind of slow down so how come you haven't slowed down uh yeah so I'm I do have to say that currently I can't be uh, I can't do any sports since for some uh, like because I can't go to a swimming pool and like swimming is currently like my favorite thing and like uh, none of the like my favorite swimming places uh, which are the governmental places are open so can't go to the fair and also I practice fencing and um, fencing is an indoor sport so I can't do that either. I could go for a job, but uh, to be honest, uh, like that's probably one of the things I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, we found something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, basically, so I can, I don't have, I can't do exercise in currency, so I, that's something that's missing. But otherwise, basically, I do like try to like sleep a lot. I think that's like a thing that's, that's how, that helps a lot for me to have energy. And like the other thing, like I don't really get like that tired from like working all things like that. Like I think I kind of like my work, so I don't really get tired from that. So I do have like energy to do, like have a social life and things like that. Of course, like since you have a thing that takes like forty hours of your a week, which is quite different than it was in high school, but like. Of course, like school also take took like 40 hours of your week, but then you have like friends over there and like in current remote work environment. It's kind of like they're just there with you, maybe like sometimes communicating through like virtual things, but mostly just you. But yeah, I think I get energy from like resting and things like that. I try to eat as well. <laughs> That's important too. Yeah, I mean, what I am hearing from you is that you just say that you actually like your work and then you don't get that tired doing it. 
Mm. Right. Because a lot of times, because I was kind of digging into this energy thing quite a lot. And for me, what I found is that a lot of times our energy is being drained when we do things that we don't like. And then we mm. say that, oh, but we should, we have to. And then you still do it. And this, you know, going through this resistance actually sometimes takes even more energy than to do the thing, you know, like to just start a project that you've been delaying or, you know, start exercising or start, you know, something a new habit or so sometimes takes way more energy and then when you actually focus on things that you like more than things that you don't like then it actually gives you even more energy so then kind of you know keeps you going and kind of you know keep keep jumping from one thing and then oh, okay I got more energy okay let's do something else I like oh I did this and then I enjoy and then more and more and more so I think this is extremely important to find things that you actually like and then if there's many of them I guess it's easier than it's like okay I don't like my job I don't like my friends I don't like this and this and this and then only I like let's say swimming and then now I cannot swim so then okay my life is miserable because the only thing I like it's gone so when you have you know, a bunch of variety of things that you like, then as you say, you know, if your goal is all in all to be happy and, and uh, feel, you know, joy in life, when you have many things that brings you happiness and joy, I think it's, um, it's the positive part of being a generalist and liking many things. So it also gives you the energy. Wow, this is, this is very interesting. So my next question would be, so what would you tell a 18 year old kid that is just finishing the school and is thinking what to study? Because a lot of studies tries to make you a spe specialist in one area. And then, yeah, like how was your studies? I mean, are you happy, you know, what you, what you did? And maybe there are some studies that, you know, would also teach you to be a generalist. But just imagine situation. We have, uh, you know, kids now spring uh, finishing their, their school and they're thinking, what to do in my life. I mean, the world is changing and uh, what is, you know, better path to, to choose. So what would yeah. you say? So I would basically like, uh, I studied like managerial information systems, which is, I think the second best earning like field of business, I think after finance. So like, that's like, a, also I really like that degree because it's kind of like, I think it's a really like generalist way uh, in the uh, generalist major in business school because it's like kind of like IT business. So you kind of learn like IT skills there. Uh, then there's like, you usually have like some business minor as well. And like you learn a lot of like, more of like business in general. So I would definitely like if someone's wanting to go to business school and doesn't like hate IT, then I would definitely like propose that instead of let's say marketing or something like that, which is usually the thing people choose when they don't know what to do. <laughs> no, no hard feelings to people studying marketing. But yeah, uh, also I think like when you go for your degree, as like if you want, I think you should have like a sort of like a, you should go to like, if you have a choice and you really don't like, have like a passion of I want to be like an actor or something like that and you really don't know what to do I would really propose that you go to like business school law school medis medical school or engineering school because like at least like at, at the point where you know that what you're going to do you're going to have like a well-paying degree which go will help you save money for the thing you want to do so I think like you can always like buy your by your freedom with those degrees which is quite nice and instead of like going 
to something that's not that uh, that well paying, I think it would be better to like choose one of those like big four uh, paying like degrees. And like we're going to live for quite a long time. It doesn't hurt to have like a, a well-paying career skill, in my opinion. There's all like specialist schools, but like if you want to be a generalist, like business school is possibly the best one for that. And I think like you can always like pursue things like doesn't hurt to have like a good degree. Of course, like uh, who am I to say I uh, I did my bachelor's degree in seven years and just like kind of started working in the middle. So like for me, uh, like I kind of never needed a degree, but like for uh, but that's of course like just tip of the iceberg. So I I would really hardly propose that like you get a degree if that's like a thing you want or at least think you want. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about the, the gap years? Because a lot of um, you know people think that, oh, I don't know what I want to do. So I'm just going to take the gap year and then I'll figure out and then I'm going to study. Yeah, uh, so definitely if like, uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like if you want to take a gap year, like go for it. Yeah. helps you if that helps you find yourself or figure out what you want to do in this world i think sure and like you know like if you can take a year off or to do like travel the world or maybe work or do, like learn something about yourself i think that's power to you if you're just going you're going to study like three to five years anyway so like it can wait <laughs> <laughs> sure i i also want to say that like if you have a passion like you want to be an artist, uh, I think you shouldn't give up and you probably like, uh, you should like strive for it because like there's a lot of people that like kind of went like, I don't think I'm going to make it and are like miserable because they didn't try. And like at least like try and like don't give up. But uh, you can always like compromise. Like if you want to be like an artist, you can always go for like graphic designer or sound designer things like which are like a bit of like arts in nature but are perhaps not that and like do art as a hobby on the side and i think like going for that or if you have a passion for woodwork or something like that try to go for that because like you're going to be annoyed that staring at the computer all the time if you want to do things with your hands and mm. Yeah, I think that's that's great tips. And uh, yeah, so one thing, if you really have no idea what you want, just go study business because actually yeah. like, so me personally, I also studied international tourism business. So I'm very happy that I took, you know, at least like, okay, tourism. So other, cause otherwise it's like, okay, I'm supposed to just go out and create business in whatever I want to, but then, oh, but what if I don't know what I want to, but then yeah, so tourism really kind of helped, but then, um, yeah, the idea is that during uh, study time, I believe that so many things reveal themselves because then you understand how many different opportunities there are. And uh, then, I mean, that's the thing, you know, if you decide right now that, okay, I'm going to study something, doesn't mean that, oh, I'm just going to stick forever with this uh, career because I believe a lot of people are scared that, oh, how can I choose what I'm going to do for the next you know, 40 years? So I think it's a very relieving thing to think that, okay, now I'm going to choose this one. I'm gonna 
going to study it. I'm going to work with it. If I don't like it, I can always change it. But just to have some kind of a degree, I believe in this world, which is mostly specialist, it's really important to, to have, even though, I mean, a lot of people, yeah, as you just said, like, oh, probably I never even needed a degree. And I definitely agree with that. But I still think that a degree is quite an, uh, an important thing. So, yeah, but I like that you say that, okay, generalist one is definitely the, the business one. And for sure, if, if you have a passion and you want to be specialist in something and you 100% know that, I'm quite jealous. And, you know, just kind of go, go and do that. <laughs> exactly. But then, yeah, if you're kind of like us, we, which with many different passions, then yeah, business, I guess, is, is a great thing. Because, you know, um, I know that when I asked you about like, oh, what you want to do, like what, how you want to feel when you're 80 and so on, I guess you were like, oh my God, you know, in, like from now until I'm 80, there's going to be probably new technologies and new things and new, you know, areas to work and, and enjoy and so on. So of course, it's very hard to say, but mm -hmm. yeah, the, the main thing, I guess, is for us to, to all be happy. Yeah, yeah. So um, also one more thing about like when you uh, when uh, your kids are going to university to study, uh, take everything out of your minors. Uh, it's quite possible that like you can like if even if you're in business school, let's say you can take like philosophy as a minor or something like that, and like you can let's say instead of just like taking one minor, so like I took this marketing module, like do like courses from all over. If you're like okay, so I'm probably not going to like work in let's say my minor field, but I uh, but I think it's like good time to like study different a lot of different things like take a course of biology and take a course of philosophy and take a course of something else. I think that would be a, I hope I personally had did that uh, had done that but like I didn't but. Mm, yeah, for sure. And, you know, take all the opportunities of exchanges like work and travel and Erasmus and all in all different exchange programs, because that also opens up a lot of doors. And all in all, I mean, international experience when, you know, looking for a job and just for, you know, as a personality, I think it's a very, very valuable. And it's just so much easier to do that uh, when you are studying because, you know, you are very supported, you get scholarships, you get, you know, the kind of people bubbles where, you know, they really take care of you and, and so on. So I believe that, yeah, like I did quite a lot of that, but I still feel like oh, I could have started, you know, like earlier and so on. So now I always encourage people just, you know, go go all in university is the time really to to enjoy and, and explore you know yourself and the world and and what different things are are there like in studying and you know other fields great but then uh coming back to you sampo so uh, how do you find new hobbies and projects and, and passion because uh, i know that there are people that maybe would like to know more and learn uh but they just doesn't know how, that there are so many options so how do you find those those options and new new projects and new passions yeah so basically i think the like first thing is uh think what you have done before but don't do it anymore and some, some like look back in your uh, past if there's something from there that you want would want to try again as an example i'm playing like this uh children's card game Yu-Gi-Oh online nowadays for like a small uh, small hobby and that's kind of like i was like hmm. i kind of liked that when i was 15 years old let me <laughs> see how that how that plays out now kind of been kind of liking it uh 
then like internet in general, like there's a whole lot of like different videos and different things to read and different people to chat with and things like that. So kind of exploring internet, um, just a couple of like good pages to find like information, like Medium and like YouTube and whatever. Ever. So those are quite good. So like you can find like things that are interesting. Let's say like if you want to do crafts, there are like ridiculous amount of craft craft blogs and craft videos and things like that online. Like there's I think there's like a tutorial for pretty much anything in the on the internet. Like it's so huge. You can like if you want to build a car, I'm quite sure that there's a tutorial on how to build a car on the internet. <laughs> So, yeah uh, yeah and then definitely like talking to other people like uh be in, interested in things they're interested in and try those out it's always nice to like a social social communications thing to do things with other people so like talk with other people and find what they're interested in and do mm. things. wonderful uh, yeah, and then because um, what I would notice sometimes is that um, we are just afraid to start something new because mm -hmm. we are not good at it because we never tried it, obviously, right? And maybe we are good, but we never tried, so we don't know that. So I believe that uh, some people, they just choose to be specialists because they are afraid to get out of their zone and their you know area of specialty and try something new. So um do you have any tip for people that they are just very stuck with their with their specialist area? Yeah, so uh, one example, I started taking singing lessons a couple of months ago, I think. Uh, I mean, I mean, I've always liked singing. I'm not sure if I've, I've been good at it, <laughs> but like I've always liked it. So I, that's quite not like the same thing, but like, let's say, yeah, so you want, let's say, skating is a good example, like, uh, or skateboarding is a good example. Like, you're going to, like, nobody's, like, going to, like, pick up a skateboard and suddenly be, like, Tony Hawk or not fall. Like, yeah. you need to, like, go through that. So, like, people you see at the skate park that are not falling or are just sometimes falling, like, they've done that a lot. And I think that's, like, a great equalizer sport. Because like no matter who starts it and when, even like no matter how athletic you are, except if you've done like snowboarding and things like that before, I think you're going to fall. So, and nobody's going to like. Everyone knows that that's what's going to happen, and because like that's what people accept expect that you're going to fail when you start out skateboarding until you try in up plans. What uh. So when you start doing another thing, think of skateboarding. So like, if you're going to fail, like it's okay. Like it's the first time you've tried this and like, or you can try things that are like similar to the things you've done as an example. Like if you're a good skateboarder uh, doing surfing or snowboarding might be easier to you than other people. But like, I think just like, don't get like, Everyone has to start from somewhere. Like, shouldn't be like too stressed about that. Mm, yeah, I guess it's a it's a nice it's a nice advice to really understand that we all start 
at the bottom and if you know anyone first time standing on the skateboard will fall so if you fall you're not a special one you're just you know just have to go through the face and i guess we just have to accept yeah so i guess the the main thing is like we have to accept that no one skips the day one and we just don't have to compare ourselves you know with the person in the skate park doing all the tricks because uh, like you know we are not them maybe like it's hard to compare ourselves you know when you're in the first grade with someone you know finishing school right so same with the with the hobbies and works and everything always best to compare yourself with yourself a couple of years ago how you evolve because you we really don't know other people's stories how much they failed before they actually show you know what they are what they are good at so you know it's like fail as fast and as much as you can to actually become good at many things and i think that you know the faster you fail the more things you will master and then you know better generalist you will become because yeah like without failing i guess you wouldn't know so many many different things like do you have any kind of like a failure story that when you started you were like really bad but now you're doing pretty well because you just did it you know enough times i was like uh can i curse (laughs) (laughs) i I, I was uh uh, when i started like digital marketing like i was really bad like i was awful i like i was running like uh google ads for my own company and like i forgot uh, like i didn't know that like that like like there's the like thing where you like set up the like day range on like uh and like i i didn't realize that there was sort of that thing so it was hard for me to like look at the like budgets and i like that of my friends in my company that like yeah like a gaming company that we've done for like quite a while that all like how much money we we had used and things like that and, like i was incorrect because i didn't check from the other now uh, i didn't check the date range correctly and things like that and like yeah it was it was quite horrendous but wow. then i kept, then i uh, kept doing it and i think i'm quite good now wow that's that's funny it's like yeah i'm a marketing specialist oh well but even on my own company spending you know tremendous amount of money because you just i think this is like in 17 or something like that so like four years ago okay but yeah that's happened (laughs) i think that's more like a uh yeah i i wasn't that good uh then uh then i did a lot of it also i think like Currently, like a lot of like career skills besides like programming are quite easy to acquire because like if your career skill is using some like software, let's say it's HubSpot or uh, Google uh, Ads or whatever, Google Analytics, they're usually built to be like good for the users. So like learning like a software platform is going to not take you that long. Uh, long. And also like Google and Facebook advertising is getting easier all the time because like they're better at optimizing who they show ads to and things like that. So yeah, like of course like they're like woodworking and those things are always going to like have a like quite a big of like what's the word barrier of entry compared to let's say Google advertising. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. But yeah, so just no matter which when to start, just start, fail, get better, yeah. and then keep going. Yeah. And then yeah, see if you're good at or and yeah. if you like it or not. 
And right. to add to that, if you're a generalist, uh, you probably tried a lot of different things. So it's going to probably mean that your barrier of entry to things is going to be a bit smaller because you know like some skills from before that's like combined with this like skills you're playing. Mm, or, wonderful. Or, like those uh, shared like core skills. Mm, yeah, that's true. Great. So, so to conclude, why is it better to be a generalist and not a specialist, according to you? Yeah, so I think there's nothing wrong with being a specialist if that's what you want. Uh, if that's not what you want, you definitely should not, should not be a specialist. Also, if you don't want to be a generalist, you definitely shouldn't be a generalist. Like if you just like want to go to like, I want to be the best uh, woodworker in the world, or I just want to woodwork and that's the thing I want to do, then that's definitely what you should do. Uh, so like be true to yourself. Uh, but I do think that being a generalist does give you the advantage of like thinking about things differently and people that are just like focused on just one field. And like I said earlier, career skills are like a lot of career skills are not that difficult to master. So you can definitely like have a multi have multiples of those instead of just like one. So I think like when you feel comfortable uh, with like a skill you have and like people are paying you uh, money to like use that skill, like why not learn another skill? I'm not sure like if there's something that interests you. Like if you're already at that level that some people are paying you for to use that skill, that's quite possibly could be considered that that is a master skill my opinion okay wonderful yeah so i guess uh, yeah to conclude is just feel like what you want to do yeah. and uh, remember that it's okay whatever you choose being a generalist is great being a specialist is also great but we all eventually have to listen to our own hearts and what is best for us so yeah, yeah. you um, yeah, kind so of want need, need to think what you want to do and like think it, it's better to be a specialist or generalist for that thing you want to do exactly and like not uh, outside of career as well if you like if that shouldn't be like your only like thinking approach to things thinking approach <laughs> wonderful so thank you so much Sampo. it was a pleasure you, having you here and uh, yeah have a wonderful day and thanks uh, for everyone listening and stay tuned more articles and more podcasts are coming on the young voices project so thank you and bye everyone thank you and bye <laughs>